Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Strange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during, and after their time on the programme. So welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork. I'm very pleased to announce that I've been joined for this episode by none other than Sarah McGlasson, who played Julia Glover. Sarah, welcome to Sausage on a Fork. Thank you very much, Neil. Very nice to be here. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. What we'll do, Sarah, is we'll go right back to the start before Grange Hill. And if you can just explain how you got into acting and how that all started for you. Sure. Um... Well, it went back to an early age, I suppose, like a lot of probably kids, they get, you know, um, put into sort of, you know, after school activities. Right. Um, And I was doing ballet and all those kind of things. My sister Uh was, she's, she's my older sister. And so I used to go along to, it was like a town hall. My mum used to take us to do these things. Um, And in that town hall, there was, um, also a section for drama right. and I do remember once <laughs> being in a dance class thinking god this is this is quite energetic <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and um, and seeing the people who were in the drama department just sort of um, reciting poetry and doing sort of public speaking and that kinds of took my interest even at a young age actually right. I thought I really like that idea I really enjoyed sort of you know kinds of speaking um I liked poetry don't ask uh-huh. me why Neil um <laughs> and so I kind of opted out of dance and asked my mum if I could just join the drama classes which I did um and then I was at a regular school Right. And I used to take the train into my school um, and on that train I would meet a girl. I, she was called Justine um, and she was at Sylvia Young Theatre oh, right. School. Okay. And we used to chat because we used to get on the same train at the same time every morning. Um, and actually, interestingly, she was somebody who my mum had been a teacher in the past and she right. taught her. So oh, right. I had okay. to, yeah, so we sort of, you know, had a sort of connection there. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, she used to go off to Sylvia Young's <clears throat> further on the train and I used to get off at a, a previous stop. Um, and she just kind of would, you know, tell me about her fun days at school. And I used <laughs> right. to think, what am I off to my <laughs> my school for learning maths and English all day and she's off singing and dancing yeah. you know surely there's um so I I kind of I wouldn't say beg but I very much um wanted to then join that school and it was it just got stuck in my head that's what I wanted to do um and so yes eventually I wore my parents down I think (laughs) the answer bit of bit of persistence um, yeah persistence it pays off now (laughs) um in fact I had um back then there were these magazines out for girls like just 17 and looking Uh and things like that and there was an article on theater schools um in them in one of these that I had and I used to leave the page open every <laughs> every night before I fell asleep so I thought my mum would kind of pick up on what I was you know what I was yeah. sort of hinting at um sorry Neil that's my dog <laughs> <laughs> 
joining in on the act. Um, and yeah, so then I I sort of did sort of speak up and said, yeah, that's absolutely what I'd like to do. I wasn't really happy at the school I was at either. Right. And um, I, I just thought this just sounds great. And I just loved, you know, I'd really sort of like, you know, kind of I was watching all the programs on TV, kids programs and uh-huh. stuff. And as I said, I used to meet Justine on the, on the train and she would tell me about auditions and all this fun stuff. So yeah, mum eventually said, okay, well, let's take you off to an audition. Um, and so, yes, I did. I um, put my leg warmers on <laughs> <laughs> back in the 80s, yeah. all the rest. Um, I think I did a rendition of Fame. Right, brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I got accepted into the school. Uh-huh. So that was kind of my, yeah, that was my real start. Um, and actually, funny enough, on the day of the audition, yeah. the first person I saw, um, Sylvia Young's was a big school in um, Marylebone, uh-huh. a beautiful building. And um, my mum and I arrived, I think I was 11, maybe just 12. Uh-huh. And I remember going into the cafeteria and the first person that I saw was Nadia Chambers. Wow, right? And she, yeah, and she was sitting there just like eating a Mars bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and so that was kind of, you know, maybe it was a sign of things to come, yeah. I don't know. As I said, that was the first person I saw. And I got into the school and there it started um you know as everybody's journey does when you join a theatre school Uh it's um yeah it's just sort of you you get your auditions and you know you start learning your craft um and that was that so and I think you know I I I just kind of thrived really I loved it it was like I'd arrived at a place that I really felt I needed yeah. to be it was great yeah, yeah I, you know I'd left my comprehensive secondary comprehensive <laughs> behind yeah and I didn't look back <laughs> oh brilliant um just going back there to Nadia Chambers was it was it strange when you heard her talk because she wasn't like she, she, she wasn't from London was she <laughs> no she wasn't but actually she didn't talk to me <laughs> right, okay <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, and in fact, I didn't see her again, oddly. Even when I joined the school, um, I didn't really ever see her again. Oh, right, all but, right. Yeah, yeah. So I think she was a little bit older. And yeah, um, right, I think yeah. a few years older. And she was sort of already leaving the school. So, right. but um, yeah, so, so I can't tell you. But yeah, I we met, we did actually see her. She uh, came to one of the reunions yeah. um, a couple of years ago. And yeah. Um, yeah, so that's probably actually the first time <laughs> right. I really heard her speak outside of her role as, um, so, you know. So, so who, who were you with then at, at Sylvia Young? Who, who else was there with you? Um, there was a lot of us there, actually. We, yeah, um, Simone, Simone Himes, uh, Fiona. Uh-huh. Um, and also, Neil, there was a lot of people who were doing Grange Hill who weren't necessarily... Um, you know, main roles. Right. Yeah. We we called them extras, which you know is a funny old term. But um, so yeah, there were a lot of people already. You know, getting the coach yeah. off to Elstree every day, and um, you know, and, and filming there. That uh, that I knew from school. If it it was a strange thing, really, when I actually did join the court, the cut, the cast. Sorry, because 
it just felt like a home from home. Yeah. Yeah. So many familiar faces. Yeah. And and did you get did you get much work then um, before Grange Hill? Um, I was I guess I was quite fortunate um I did I had um I had quite a few commercials which were really good fun uh then um and then I had a role as Pandora in Adrian Mole oh yeah uh which was um it opened up in Leicester actually the original Uh sort of um musical it was theatre down in Leicester um Uh which actually I didn't go into the West Ricky went into the rest West End. Right. I didn't go into the West End because I'd um, I'd used up all my days working. You have right. this thing called equity, and as a youngster, you can only work a certain amount of days uh-huh. per year. Um, so, but um, so yeah, I'd, I'd done you know I'd done quite a few things and uh, built my confidence up, I suppose, right. as Brilliant. as you know, as an actress yeah. before I joined the cast. Yeah. Did, did you get to, Did you get to work with any anyone for uh, any big names or anything? Um, before Grange Hill? Uh, well, there was one lady, I mean, she's not, I, I, she's called Sheila Stiefel, um, right. and she was uh, she was married to Ari H. Corbett, who oh, right. was um, part of Steptoe and Son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, she, she played the mum in, in, um, in Adrian Mole. All right. So there was her, but no, nobody, no, nobody that I can remember. Right. Post Grange Hill, I did. I had, um, <laughs> I had a, um, well, I won't say a role because I think it got cut. (laughs) My lines got cut. But there was a movie and it was with uh, Denzel Washington. All right. So he's a big name. Yeah. Um, And yeah, but I didn't know actually just quite what a big name he was. He was sort of... I mean, he he had just sort of broken through and was about to become very, very, very famous. Yeah. Um, and I do remember being in um, in the makeup room with him, and you know, embarrassingly looking back, <laughs> just sort of saying, "Hi, what's your name?" Yeah, right, <laughs> done okay. <as> much. <laughs> and he'd done like *License to Kill* and *A Soldier's Story* and all of these great big movies. And <laughs> I was just chatting away like he was. <laughs> he was Amazing. like me just sort of you know a bit part in a movie yeah um yeah. and then when I left the uh, sorry when he left the makeup room the, the girl who was doing the makeup said do you know who that was <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> oh brilliant brilliant so then how did Grange Hill come about then uh Grange Hill was um they used to come around um to the theatre schools and um you know kind of like do the audition process etc so um and I was called up for it originally I was called up for Laura's part Fiona's part yeah um so I read for that and it's quite a long old process actually Neil because you don't just have one audition there's a series of what then they call recalls afterwards And um, I was going along as, you know, still sort of like going up for the part of Laura. And and then one day, you know, it's funny now because you kind of just take it, um, you take it for not for granted. That's probably the wrong wrong expression, but you sort of just, it's not a big deal when you're at theatre school because auditions are happening every day almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, some you get, some you don't. And I remember Fiona got the part of Laura in Grange Hill. And I was like, oh, great. But not really thinking anything 
you know past uh -huh. that like okay well some you know some you win some you lose yeah um and it was only later on that day I got called into the office and said well actually you've been offered the part of Julia so mm -hmm. yeah and I hadn't read for Julia or anything but no. uh yeah so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> the, the, and that was it because that year group that's the one where it was everyone was sort of brought in weren't they as like they were already supposed to be like established pupils it was yes. like it was like yeah slotted in wasn't it it was it <laughs> yes. yeah yeah it was very strange wasn't it that that happened but yeah. um we um you know i do remember the first scene uh, actually ever that um that i did and because i'd read laura's part it was actually yeah. a scene with uh, mr bronson yeah lovely man <laughs> And, be <laughs> and because I'd read in the audition over and over this part of Laura, this particular scene as well that they'd given me in the audition uh -huh. for the piece in the audition, that I'd remembered her lines and it was right. my, <laughs> the first thing. And I just kept messing up because I kept going to say Fiona's lines right. rather than my lines. <laughs> yeah. I'd kind of, kind of forgotten my part. So, yeah. but it's, uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was funny that they did that. But um, yeah. So what was it like joining the cast and and seeing these people? Because I, I assume you'd watched Grange Hill before. I had, I had, yes. Yeah. I was, I was a Grange Hill. Yeah, I was definitely. I wasn't one of those um, children whose parents wouldn't let them watch the program because right. there were yeah. many of them, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was a big fan and I loved it. Um, so it was really exciting. It was very exciting. I don't remember finding it daunting because, right. as I said, there was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the cast and, and the extras and stuff were already at Sylvia Young's that uh -huh. I hung out with. So yeah. it wasn't like I was, you know, launched into something that was completely, you know, all new people. And yeah. so I wasn't daunted by it, but um, I was excited. Yeah, yeah, I was excited. It was like, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah. and I say that, but the, I think the people who I did find, you know, not to use the word again, daunting, but uh, the the teachers, you know, the Miss, Mrs. McCluskey yeah. and, you know, the real kind of established ones. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm in the presence of greatness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, definitely remember feeling very respectful of them. Yeah, yeah, because Julia was introduced as the daughter of the school a school governor or the chair of the school governors, Mr. Glover, who... That's right. My, my, my mum's a school governor and, and has been oh. for years. But oh, he, my mum had a job as well and was, and, and was always away from the school. He just seemed to be there the whole <laughs> time, didn't he? <laughs> And, and I just thought it was like, <laughs> I, I, I remember thinking, because I, I, I haven't watched some recently as well in preparation for this, thinking, did he not have anything else to do? Because <laughs> he, he, he was just there the old, what was it like working with uh, Vincent Brimble? What was it like, what was he like to work with? He was really nice. Was he it? was a lovely, lovely, lovely man. Yeah, I really enjoyed, um, you know, all the scenes that I had with him. He was brilliant. And he really was always apologetic about how awful he was <laughs> <Right>. being. <laughs> yeah, no, he was great. He was, you know, I guess in a way, kind of like a father figure, yeah. you know, because I saw him so often and he would play the role of my dad. And, you know, there were many things that actually did, you know, sort of like, 
for example, there was a scene, I think, when I was always on the telephone to, to Laura yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, um, you know, he had a right go at me about it, about the cost of the phone calls. And honestly, Neil, that, that scene could have been played out in my own home <laughs> right. with my own father. <laughs> Do you know the cost of phone calls? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he was great. He was absolutely, yeah, he was a dream to work yeah. with. Brilliant. Yeah, very nice person. Cool. Not at all like his character. No, no. You've touched on this one a, a little bit, but who were you sort of closest to and uh, best friends with on, on the show? Um, Obviously, Fiona I was closest to during the filming of, of, uh-huh. of Grange Hill. Um. Yes, um, but um, very good friends also with Simone, Simone Hines, who played Callie, um, and she's still a great friend of mine. Um, and <clears throat> Ricky joined a bit later on, but we became very good friends. Um, Simon Vaughan, who played Freddie, um, himself too. But also, you know, the other thing is, like, there were a lot of the other kids who played, you know, played background parts who were like my friends at school as well yeah so you know there was you know many actually you know yeah. there was Peter Gould, Sue Goodacre they sort of sometimes had lines um that would be called you know girl one girl two but yeah uh, so yeah we were it wasn't just like the main cast that were friends we also had you know quite good friendships with um with lots of the other kids who didn't you know didn't have actually the parts yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So was there anyone that, I mean, you, you've mentioned a couple already, but was there anyone that you really enjoyed working with? You know, if you had scenes coming up that you knew about, was, th- was there anyone that you, like, you really looked forward to working with? Well, it's, it's probably everybody would say this, but Michael Shears. Yeah. He was just <laughs> fabulous. He was just, he was just an absolute, he was just such a lovely, lovely man. And he he just used to instill so much confidence um, in us as young actors Uh Um, and because obviously he'd had quite a good career himself before you know joining Grange Hill um yeah he was he was just so nice um always would come up afterwards and compliment us on the scenes that we'd done together and um so I think he was definitely a favorite um of mine, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you ever did, did you ever feel scared working with us? <laughs> no. No. No, because um because no. Ruth Ruth said in her interview she, she didn't have that many scenes with him, but there was one scene when he really takes off on it and she said she was genuinely like terrified during, <laughs> during that scene. Like that's so funny. No. Uh, Ruth's, <laughs> Ruth, Ruth's interview was brilliant. I was going to mention that actually, wasn't it? She was just phenomenal. It's brilliant, yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, because that's one of your first scenes, actually. You, you, you mentioned earlier on about mm. this one in, in the very first episode you were in, but then there was also mm. another one with, with with Michael Sheard where Mr. Bronson's got a plaster on his neck, and it, <laughs> and everyone, kids being kids, just assume it's a love bite. So yeah, but it was it 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 was Julia, wasn't it? it was like I'm gonna go and talk to him and find out what what, what happened to him, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. I have on. I haven't watched any of the episodes for quite you know quite you know, yeah. many years actually. I'll be honest with you, Neil. But um, I do remember that one. But uh, no, he was never scary um at all. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> 
yeah <laughs> even oh. when I was being cheeky and asking things like that to him yeah <laughs> yeah so do you have any sort of I mean we'll go through a few anyway but do you have any of your own sorts of favorite storylines or or episodes that you were involved in yeah I think um you know it's a classic one obviously but you know with Lee and um you know his his um you know the heroin use yeah. and stuff uh, I thought that was you know it was groundbreaking at the time yeah. um and I think I had a sense of that even then yeah that this was something that was really you know was was actually going to make an impact uh-huh. Uh-huh. so I, I would say that um in terms of myself being involved in those storyline in a storyline um I enjoyed the parties yeah <laughs> <laughs> um where I think there was it was the Louise Webb party where I got very drunk yeah on them yeah. um, on, on half a glass of cider apparently right okay <laughs> <laughs> that's all you actually see me pour in the whole party right <laughs> fill it up just like topple a little bit in um and so that that was that was great and uh, I remember having a lot of fun filming that too yeah um uh yeah uh, and also after that, there was a huge influx of fan mail that came nice. my way. Right. Um, I had a lot of um, paracetamol and um, hangover <laughs> remedies sent to me. <laughs> I, did. I mean, well, I'm thinking back now and yeah, genuinely, I would open this, you know, open this mail to sort of, you know, pills and powders, you know, I think. Goodness, I don't think that would happen these days now. The Salisbury poisonings springs yeah. to mind. I don't, don't <laughs> like think I think they um, so yeah, like there's there's a couple of bits there that you've you've mentioned. And obviously there was in in, in the episode that with Zamo's drug addiction was revealed. Mm. You were in that episode quite that's heavily. Because yeah. um, there was true. another another party you were going to, and I think <clears> that, that that must be great for you to be have that part in television history yeah um, where, where that happens because that as I say, say that was another party that uh, Laura yeah. and Julia uh, had gone to yeah and, yeah and yeah Ju- Julia to me was the type of girl in every school who looked older than she actually was but also wasn't scared to like try the smoking and, and, and try the drinking and all that but I just think it must be it must be great to be part of that television history there big yes. in that episode Yes, yeah, yeah, no, it was, it did, didn't it? It tied in with that. I, yeah. you know, I like you're saying, those, they, they kind of split, didn't they, with those. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't dissimilar to Julia. Oh, right, <laughs> okay. I, I was going to ask you that always, later on. But... <laughs> no, I did always look a bit older for my age and, yeah, probably, um, yeah, I wasn't ever scared to sort of um, act it either sometimes. Right. <laughs> we'll leave it there, Neil. Yeah, no, I won't ask you any more on that. Because, I mean, we, and we talked about Julia's dad already, but Julia did, she did like to rebel against their dad, didn't she? Uh, as, as you might say, she wasn't a particularly naughty child in school, but certainly when it came to her dad, she had quite a rebellious streak. 
Yeah, I think that was the thing, isn't it? I don't think she was actually, you know, a bad, you know, I don't think she set out to break any rules particularly, but he was just such a tyrant, wasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't think she was actually, you know, she didn't set out to break any rules or cause any trouble. I don't think outside of that particularly, you know, outside of, you know, the the, the Uh struggles with her own father that she that she really did get into trouble you know so yeah she was um you know she kind of kept on the right side of things mostly as I say and I think you know the whole getting drunk and you know all those things were a rebellion against her father weren't they yeah um yeah she was yeah she wasn't a bad girl (laughs) so so then around that time and we have talked about already was the just say no campaign and you feature quite heavily in the music video because you did a bit of the singing and you did a lot of the dancing as well. I what, did. What, what, what was it like for you doing all that? That was brilliant fun, actually. That was, um, yeah, that was a really, really great time. Um, yeah. We had a lot of fun doing it. It, it also felt really positive and yeah. we kind of you know at the time knew as well I think that probably would because of the whole um you know with Nancy Reagan etc her her campaign so we knew we were involved in something that yeah. was um yeah that was was quite a big thing um and it was just I mean the, the whole you know the recording of the song we went to Abbey Road right which was um, lovely. I'd actually been there previously, funny enough, to um, record the album for Adrian Mole. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a great time. It really was. And as far as like the, you know, the whole, I think I heard you ask uh, quite a few of the other cast members about, you know, being chosen or not being chosen oh, yeah. then to America to, yeah. to, you know, to sort of like, you know, further the campaign there. But, uh, to be honest now, that kind of went over my head. I, right. I, you know, I felt completely, you know, I was like, we'd done the song and the video. And so I didn't even know how much of a divide that had caused. Oh, know, right. How okay. Many, how many people had a gripe about it? I certainly didn't feel like that. And um, yeah, it was only honestly later on that it sort of, you know, I recognised that some people were sort of put out not being chosen to go. But uh-huh. Yeah, I, I had I felt, you know, I just felt privileged that I was part of it in any sense. So, right. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So, okay. So then that was series nine. So then series 10, uh, your second series. And um, Julia, <laughs> Julia becomes involved with Freddie Mannering. Um, <laughs> yeah. Big mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> where, <laughs> but he kept calling the Julie, didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah. He could never get it sorted, could he? No, the he was there. That he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What What was it like, though, for you? Obviously, because you, you've mentioned about you know uh, being friends with, with with Simon and 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 stuff. What was it like having yeah. to film those types of scenes with him? I mean, <laughs> there wasn't anything like major, was there, with him? But like, did it did it feel strange or anything to you when you had to do it? 
No, not at all. Um, I think we just used to have a laugh now. Right. You know, Simon's an incredibly funny person. Right. Um, very, very, very funny. So it was just always one big laugh with, with, uh-huh. with Simon. Um, so that's all I really remember about that. And yeah, definitely no awkwardness. We were right. all very good friends and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, I think it was quite a few years ago. Um, I was at his house and his wife um, and I sat down and watched some of the episodes (laughs) and we were were ourselves just laughing Um, but yeah that's all I remember it just being really good fun now always yeah yeah Yeah. so myself and uh, Lisa York you know who obviously played my you know myself and her we just used to have so much fun over it as well very very much so we used to just sort of pretend that we were you know annoyed with each other even <laughs> off the screen we go oh yeah it's you <laughs> yeah oh no but love yeah, that it was yeah it was very was yeah, it's all good fun was he anything like freddie <laughs> no <laughs> you don't know what no. to say now do you <laughs> <laughs> no he wasn't not particularly so no no, no. I mean, he was a young lad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He was a young lad, <laughs> as were they all, and they, were, you know. But uh, no, he was no worse than anybody else. Let's put right, it that okay. way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, in that in that series, then you were also on the barge trip, which everyone loves the barge trip. Yeah. About. But I, I actually I watched them uh, the other day, and Julia's not really prominent in the barge trip until sort of towards the the end with freddie and when she when she causes them to it uh, to, to nearly die shall we say. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah. It, what, what's it like going on something like that but knowing that you're not really going to have a lot to do um i don't think it you really don't recognize it that way because you're still involved every day and all day uh-huh. you know you're there you know you're doing your scenes so Honestly, now I can't remember sort of sitting around twiddling my thumbs or anything right. like that. I mean, um, so, yeah, it, it didn't really, you know, there was no kind of, yeah, I just had a great time as with everybody. And we, um, I mean, it was absolutely brilliant. It was such I'm yeah. not surprised that everybody, yeah. you know, doesn't mention it because it, you know, does mention it because it, it was such a good time. Um, I think it was one of the first times also that we'd all been away out yeah. of the studios on location all together. Yeah. Um, and I suppose sometimes like it blurred the lines a bit with reality and filming. So we were always up to something. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether the cameras were rolling or not, we I were am, always up to something. You know, I imagine you must have all been around like the age of like, 17 18 by then as well like so I imagine your nights were quite good as well uh, no, well, my, no there was only a few of them who right. were <laughs> over that age and that that changed things because I think there was Tim Polly who played Banksy yeah. Ricky I think was older there was actually only a few of them who ah, were right, out okay. of um chaperones right. you know sort of pair yeah. um I certainly wasn't I was only uh, probably 14 15 oh, actually okay. yeah I was yeah. still quite young as was you know Fiona Alison McLaughlin Simone Himes yeah and um, so we we had curfews we had to be we stayed 
I'm sure it was Coventry University uh-huh. that we had yeah. our digs in. And um, we all had to be, you know, sort of in bed by <laughs> seven o'clock. <laughs> Something ridiculous. <laughs> it was um, the, the chaperones were, oh, they were lovely. There was um, June, who was yeah. uh, Alison Bettle's mum. And um, uh, Lee McDonald's mum as well. She was a chaperone. And they were very good at their job. They right. really did. You know. <laughs> Nobody messed with them. Right. Um, but the older, yeah, the, the few the few that were older, I, I do particularly remember Tim Polly, who played Banksy, uh-huh. had uh, completely got himself locked out. He was, it was like <laughs> past midnight. <laughs> And then somebody calling, like, look out the window. And there was Tim Polly, like, sh- like shimmying up the drain pipe. No way. Yeah, because they, yes. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was all hijinks now. I can imagine, yeah. I can imagine. Brilliant. Okay. And then, so then just, just moving on in, in that series, there was obviously the, the, the Radio Grange Hill storyline came in and the demonstrations and the sit-ins and all that. And Julia became a bit of a double agent, didn't she, at one point? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, her, her, dad, her dad said he, he you know, her dad again, obviously, at the school, not, not going to work, just hanging around the school, said he'd pay for her to go skiing if, if, he, if, if she found out all the, the information <laughs> on it. Like, But then she did become the double agent because she gave him the, the false information for the sitting. But again, that, that's another storyline where you've got nearly all the cast together all 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 involved at once wasn't it that's yeah that's right actually you know your your one of your previous questions about what was a good storyline I had actually forgotten that that was also brilliant and because of that because it was almost you know it was always so much fun when you know there were all of us together yeah. um yeah. so yeah I did I do remember you know having a lot of fun with that too yeah, yeah. that was that was really good. Um, Even though I wasn't, you know, I was. I like that term, double agent. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and then again, another another story with with, with every one of us was the cricket match as well. The cricket, uh, the, yes. the, the staff, the staffy pupils cricket match. But again, Julia's dad <laughs> was involved again <laughs> uh, in that one. Um, what? That, I mean, what was he I, doing? I, yeah. <laughs> You, you, you've just said there, oh, you know, everyone's involved again. It's, it, it's all the cast involved. So because there was all, yeah. other things going on with that episode, wasn't there, with Mr. Griffiths and um, yeah, yeah Damo it, and Jackie yeah. And, and all that. But how, how long did the actual cricket match take to film? As I remember, that kind of went over a period of about, I was going to say two weeks. It could have only maybe even been just one week. Right. Um, I loved it. I remember just having a brilliant time. Um, we had this clubhouse to ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I'm sure it, I brought a beatbox in, like a big sort of stereo. Yeah. Um, and used to just play loads of songs. And we used to just sort of hang out there. So it was, you know, it was very, it was just, it was like just fun now. Yeah. <laughs> it was just always great fun. Yeah. Um, and the... Um, you know the storylines were great too around that um um yeah it was um in fact you know what the cricket 
week was was also on a parallel for me with um, with as much fun as Coventry. Right. Being on location, you know, just yeah. being out of the studios and all together and just doing something, you know, different from just, you know, being in the in the classroom was just always kinds of, yeah, it was just always brilliant. <laughs> the more the merrier and yeah. you know the more and you know as i say everybody was always up to something so <laughs> yeah we filming there was always something going on that, <laughs> that you're not that you're not going to tell me about is that what you're saying there? <laughs> oh my goodness it would take me forever that was so yeah. much <laughs> oh, so, um... Just, just sort of on that, um, and you've mentioned a couple of them. Like, what, what was in general? What was the relationship between the the adults and, and the kids like? It was always very, very good. There was, um, I don't know how they put up with us now, <laughs> genuinely. And looking back, we were just, we were shocking sometimes. I mean, not, you know, not horrible, not awful, but we, you know, hijinks, I suppose, does really yeah. kind of, you know, sum it up. Um, I do remember also, which I feel a bit embarrassed about now <laughs> as an adult, <laughs> but for example, when we would have, um, other actors come in to join the cast just briefly, <laughs> sort yeah. of, uh, you know, they'd play shopkeepers, for example, yeah. um, you know, do you remember when Gonch was stealing and yeah. all those things? Um, so these act actors would come in just for a couple of days and, um, we'd all be in the room reading like uh -huh. with uh, uh, rehearsals with the scripts and stuff. <laughs> oh, God. I'm really embarrassed to say this. <laughs> you, well, you've got to tell us now. <laughs> we'd really, we'd be awful. Like we'd write on the script, say cough when he says his line <laughs> and <laughs> pass the scripts around and, you know, really make them feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, look, they were older. They were, you know, they were themselves adults. So I'm sure they were kind of half expecting that kind of behaviour from us. But uh, yeah, we we I do remember a lot of that, oh, and I feel a little bit sorry for them. No one else, no one else has mentioned that one. So we... have they not? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> they all trying to make themselves out whiter than white. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> No, oh no. <laughs> in fact, I, I would love to find those scripts that I had that, you know, got all uh -huh. the notes written on, you know, sort of yeah. like, you know, at, at this scene, cough or at this scene, stand up and need to go to the yeah. loo or whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> just to put them off. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. What was the public reaction to Julia like? Um, I. I didn't enjoy the attention, Neil. I'll right. be honest with you. I was a young girl, and obviously, predominantly young boys and girls were watching it. But uh -huh. you know, I, the, yeah, I, I, yeah, it, you know, and we, Fiona and I were like the pretty girls, and blah blah blah. Uh -huh. So there was sometimes, you know, attention that wasn't wanted. Yeah, I would say so. In fact, that was probably the only negative in all of the you know and in, in all of the experience actually uh -huh. um yeah sort of getting followed and right. yeah it was a little bit uncomfortable um but you know nothing that you know we didn't deal with but I yeah I do remember that but never anything you know I never got shouted at and you know or anything you know people would say well that's flattering you know that you were yeah. followed and <laughs> 
but uh, yeah it was a little bit uncomfortable at that age for me right yeah personally yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was no there was yeah. no there was no real nastiness involved is that what you no not at all no there wasn't any of that it was just like those young boys just thinking that you know you're off the telly and you know they could just sort of like run up and try and kiss you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah things you're just at 14 you're like well at any age yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so but uh, no I never had any yeah no nobody was ever horrible or anything um yeah I mean she was yeah she was she was an okay character wasn't she she wasn't yeah. you know she wasn't bullying or no. you know I don't you know I don't know as I say I've not with with Fleur with with playing Imelda uh-huh. in fact that's a question I've never asked Fleur when I've whenever I've seen her is what her reaction was because yeah. you know she played a nasty character I wonder if that you know that did bring that on but um no for myself it was just more yeah just you know boys just, you know, <laughs> just kind of like following you around yeah <laughs> unwanted attention yeah 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 okay. yeah cool sometimes. okay then. okay so sometimes it was unwanted <laughs> right okay we'll leave that one there so then so that was series 10 and then series 11 starts and in those days of not really many spoilers, <laughs> shall we say, um, no, no one knew what was happening did they, until the program started, really. And then we found out, we found out then that Julia had left Crane Chill. Yes. Because her dad, her dad thought it was corrupting her. Um, so why was that? What what was the what was the reason then be, be, behind? Was that you? Was it your decision to leave? It was my decision. Um, I had a sudden, um, I just had a sudden thought that I needed to get some education. I'd spent so much time on set messing around and, you know, they did have tutors and the tutors were good, but I just couldn't, you know, I wasn't very good at that, those, you know, settling down at tutoring during, during filming. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I just had a moment of thinking, oh my goodness, I need to get some exams or O-levels, as uh-huh. they were called in those days. Um, so that was really behind it. And I, I remember going to Ron, Ron Smedley and um, saying that's, you know, that was my decision. And, you know, he's very sweet. He sort of did try to talk me out of it. Well, right. he didn't try and talk me out of it. He was, you know, obviously respect, you know, respectful for my decision. But um, he was of like Julia to have stayed on. Um, and uh, but no, I'd made my mind up. And um, and so that's what I did. I left right. and um, I don't know why I bothered now because <laughs> I didn't get those O levels. <laughs> right. I don't know why I actually thought that after three years of messing around, I could suddenly, like, you know, in nine months, you know, become Einstein and get a load of O levels. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I think the only O level I really did get was was drama. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so, right. but then, so that was my decision. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's that, that's good. So, yeah. well, how did you actually feel about when you about when you were leaving? How did you feel about it? I was, do you know what, I, I felt, I remember thinking that I'd made the wrong decision. Right. Um, so, but, um, yeah, so I was quite sad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I came back for that one episode with... Yeah. Yeah, for anyone that, for, that hasn't seen it, yeah, the Julia comes back for one, for one episode where... Mm. Mrs. Regan's boyfriend makes a pass at her, doesn't he? Uh, at Julia. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't filming that scene because again, it's it's one of those things with with Green Hill. It, it's it's like it. It wasn't a massive storyline, but it's still certainly groundbreaking for a kids' TV. It, it was, yeah. It pushed to have the an adult yeah. No, that's right. It definitely did. Um, and I, I do remember feeling a little bit awkward. He was a very nice actor, obviously, um, uh-huh. a nice guy. But um, I do remember feeling quite, yeah, quite awkward about it. But in fact, that probably was a good thing because it might have enhanced, uh-huh. you know, the, you know, the 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 acting that you know the the kind of scene in terms of myself feeling quite uncomfortable uh-huh. over it um but yeah no they really did didn't they they you know they they were what well, grain chill itself i mean those things just were were yeah they were groundbreaking they, they weren't scared um, were they they weren't scared to to do things like that no, I think I remember feeling embarrassed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was still quite a young girl and I, I think I remember feeling embarrassed. Yeah. But I have watched that, you know, I have watched that episode. Um, and I think that kind of comes across, but probably, you know, it was it was not a bad thing because it probably just, you know, worked in my favour in terms uh-huh. of what well, hopefully, you know, I portrayed it quite well. But right. there was a lot yeah. of, you know natural sort of like feeling uncomfortable in that too so yeah. not because of him just yeah yeah okay <laughs> so then that was your final appearance it was on, yes on, on Grange Hill mm. so what what did you do then after that because obviously you went to you went to school and and you've done your own levels and, and that what happens after that I got my one O level now right, after that, I was a little bit um, unfocused, I think, on leaving on leaving school, um, hung around, just was, you know, auditioning for things, um, getting the odd thing, uh, commercials, and I mentioned that, you know, the, 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 the film with, uh, with Denzel Washington, and there were bits and bobs, but I just, yeah, I, I was a little bit unfocused, and it wasn't, I wasn't sure that that was kind of like what I wanted to do, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I moved, I moved countries, actually. I met somebody Always. and I moved away to Spain. So I, I completely took myself out of the business uh, for many years. Um, I think I, I left England for, it's about 11, 11 years. Right. Yeah. So, um, and did, you know, completely different things out there. There was, um, you know, I didn't, I left and I was working in, um, I was working in property and I was working with uh, Animal Rescue. Um, right. And then I came back, yeah, I came back about 12 years later and, you know, just acting, everything had changed. The whole industry had changed right. when I came back to England. Um, I mean, Sky TV had started, you know, a whole new era of, yeah. you know, of things. So, and it was just something that I never, you know, I never thought about taking back up again, really. Right. So yeah so yes okay so so what do you do now then I guess you could say I'm on the other side um I rent out or I manage a um a tv and location studio right so I sort of allow people to come and film I actually live in the space Uh and um so people come and film uh commercials and videos and you know photographic shoots um so that's yeah that's what I do I manage a tv location location space and yeah. um yeah I live um funny enough I live now in the east end um where I was brought up in another part of London uh-huh. um and the east end where I live now 
where was where Anna Scherz, um, right. sort of, you know, it, yeah, was, yeah. and a lot of the cast then um, came from this side of London. Right. It was just, um, you know, it was like another land for me. I, I, I lived in the suburbs in West yeah. West London. Um, in fact, we used to have um, a divide with the coaches because there would be one coach. Uh, leaving the studios that would go off to the East End and another that would go off to West London. Um, and I, it was, it was, um, it always felt a little bit like they were the cooler, you know, right. they were the cooler coach, you know, they'd be listening to sort of hip hop songs and we'd be listening to radio too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's funny to now sort of like live this side of London, uh-huh. but I think, yeah, I love it. Um, and I actually bumped into Maluki, who, oh, nice. uh, yes, Maluki Christie. Yeah. Um, not long after I'd moved here, I was just walking, walking my dog, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey!" He was like, "My God, what's Julia Glover doing in the East End?" <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you were the posh one. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's where I live, and. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a very creative side of London, which, um, as I say, at the time when that you know the coach used to go off to the East End, it, it felt like it was going off to to another land. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I live there now. <laughs> Brilliant. And, and is it everything you thought it would be? <laughs> what Hackney? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic place. I can't believe that I um you know I resisted you know coming this way for so long. Yeah. I always had an idea of it as um yeah a lot of you know a lot of crime and I think back in the eighties it probably was to uh-huh. be fair. Um, and I actually live close to somewhere now that was uh, called Murder Mile. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's not anymore it's um you well, know it's a lot of uh, nice coffee shops and things what like what, what i will say there you know um sarah's just mentioned about uh, the space that she rents out she's actually doing this interview she's on her phone and she's been walking around all over the place so i think i've seen pretty much every inch of, of this <laughs> of this face that she's got because she hasn't sat still the entire time we've been doing <laughs> and we've had this interview um <laughs> So, so I can if you if you are looking to it to rent somewhere for film, and I, I can recommend it's massive, it's massive, um, and, and, and I, I can recommend it to you. Okay. Very um, funny. Are you um, are you still in touch with anyone from the cast now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very I'm very good friends still with um, um, you know some of the people that I mentioned, um, Simone Simone Hines. Uh-huh um Ricky Fiona um and you know as I say a couple of people who uh, weren't actually main parts but you know kind of were were on the journey as it were you know they were there every day with us filming too so um yeah no we all stay in touch and actually after it was after Ricky's um interview with yourself Uh um Ricky and Fiona came over here uh, one evening and I think Fiona was yet to she was sort of going you know sort of like one of the next guests and we were chatting and talking about stories and stuff I remember thinking oh my goodness (laughs) like now everyone said everything we've given all the stories away (laughs) am I gonna have to talk about but uh, yeah so that was um yeah it's 
um, yeah, we're very, you know, we're, we're all still very, you know, very good friends and in touch, yeah. which is nice. It would be, you know, I, and I know there are other groups of, you know, the yeah. cast that are too. I think a lot of it was just uh, geography, like where we lived, who we kept in touch with more uh-huh. sometimes. But yeah. uh, uh, we've had a couple of reunions. Yeah. And that's been really nice to see everybody. Um, and nobody's changed now. That's yeah. just, you yeah, know, yeah. nobody changes. Oh, like, I, 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 I do love the fact that, considering it was such a long time ago, everyone is still in touch with each other. But also, I mean, it was obviously, you know, it was something quite extraordinary that we shared. I think uh-huh. at the time, not recognising that particularly, maybe right. took yes. it a little bit not for granted, but it was just what we were doing. Um, and looking back now, I recognise, you know, just kind of what an extraordinary childhood it was yeah. to be part of it. And um, yeah, so it would, you know, it would feel incredible loss not to be in touch with people who also had that journey yeah cool um so yeah cool okay yeah just recently there's been talk quite a lot of talk about a Grange Hill movie that is in the process of getting written and coming back can I ask what are your thoughts on that I think Phil Redman's very brave (laughs) (laughs) that was my first thought um yeah I mean I I'm sure whatever he does will be fabulous. Yeah. Um, I kind of get the sense that nobody really, maybe even Phil himself, <laughs> doesn't know quite what it's going to be or how it's yeah. going to be. Um, so, yeah, we're all really just sort of waiting to hear, um, you know, nobody's, you know, nobody has any information, particularly no. at the moment. Um, you know, rumours start, don't they? And it's yeah. like, oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. But I kind of, yeah you know if you ask me personally that's how I feel I don't even think Phil Redmond's really kind of quite <laughs> sure where he's going to go with it I mean if he invites any of us back he's mad right <laughs> <laughs> to want to work with us again but uh, yeah I'm sure as I say he he he'd been asked you know forever hadn't he so yeah. he just kind of you know caved in but uh, so he might you know I'm sure he's very confident that yeah. uh that he'll make you know he'll make a good job of whatever it is that comes at the end of the day it's Phil Redmond isn't it you know what I mean yeah (laughs) it's going to be good like so if you do if you you do get the call will we see Julia Glover again (laughs) I possibly (laughs) possibly (laughs) Um, yeah okay Sarah I've just got a few more questions to ask you and they're all about Grange Hill uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so other than Julia Glover, who was your favourite character on Grange Hill? Susan Tully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan I Ross. loved it. Yeah, yeah, she was great. I, I, you know, she's done brilliantly. Um, I, yeah, I think I thought she was she was brilliant. I, in within my, you know, within the years that I was in, uh-huh. I loved Danny Kendall. Yeah, I really. <laughs> I just thought his character was brilliant. I loved all his storylines. Um, yeah, Danny Kendall was also another fave of mine. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got the classics of Mr. Bronson and stuff, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just, you've just reminded me there about Danny Kendall. We were talking about, yeah. we've talked about Martin Glover. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, one of the comments on YouTube was, Mr. Glover spent more time at Grange Hill than Danny Kendall did. 
<laughs> but he Very was like fun. like Danny was like the uh, he was the anti-hero wasn't he Danny he, was, uh, <laughs> he, 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 he did what a lot of kids wanted to do which was which yeah. he just lived he, he just he just walked his own path didn't he he did he, he did. I yeah. did I thought he was brilliant um and Jonathan Lambeth who plays him you know was just brilliant I thought I actually you know, I'm not sure he's, I don't think he did remain in the acting industry, no. but I, I just thought he was a fantastic actor. Yeah. I really did. I had some, yeah, and a soft spot for him as well as a person. He was very sweet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was definitely a favourite of mine. And, yeah, all his, you know, he had great storylines. Yeah, he really he did. did. So, And he went out with a bang. In, did, you know. he didn't he just, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, so then, yeah, which other character would you have liked to have played if you couldn't have been Julia? Oh, that's a good question, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's that's thrown me actually. What other character would I have liked to have played? There were so many good ones. Probably Mrs. McCluskey, actually, right. the head of Brain Chill. Yeah, there we go. that's the one. <laughs> yeah, you, you, to you, the top. <laughs> you, you, you do come across as that type of person, actually. I, I have to say, like. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been amazing. But, yeah, yeah so I've had a role as, as Mrs. McCluskey over the years. Love that. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, then. And so then, my final question, then, Sarah, is why do you think there's still such affection for Grangeil? That's also a good question. I think it's just, it was just timing a lot of it, um, too, perhaps um i really don't know now i mean obviously we were all brilliant <laughs> oh, oh obviously yeah yeah that is without, without, um, without a doubt that that's why like <laughs> yeah but at the time you know but at the time you know tv wasn't what it was today no there was uh you know there was a limited sort of you know um, there were limited channels and not so much to you know to sort of like and it you know as we said before it just covered so many subjects and and also you know there was that thing of like who could watch it who couldn't you know it was very much an edgy program yeah. which um you know which anything that's talked about in you know that's con controversial I think is going to sort of obviously have a lasting you know a lasting you know legacy to it yeah. too um but um but it was just a lovely show and yeah I, I mean it was well written it was it was just it was just one of those probably fluke things it was timing it was it was how it happened at the time and uh, yeah though it was a magic formula that Phil you know obviously yeah. had um you know the ability to sort of you know put out there so but yeah to be honest I couldn't define why I'm no. glad it. I'm glad that it is and has been. You know yeah. <laughs> the success yeah. that, um, that you know that it carries on, and the fans are so nice. You know they really are. Yeah, I, I think for a long time um, after leaving the show, I mean we didn't have social media, uh -huh. um, but when social media sort of started to come about, that's really when I sort of, I guess, got you know sort of the understanding of just what what a cult it had sort of become uh -huh. um because you know um it just sort of as I say you look online and everybody has something to say about it it's uh -huh. uh, it's quite incredible yeah 
yeah so i'm very proud to have been part of it brilliant. very much so yeah brilliant <laughs> that's great well yeah. honestly sarah thank you so much for coming on it's been it's thank been, it's you been thank you to you, yeah. um, <laughs> you know getting your experiences and I know there were some things that you couldn't tell me. Never mind. <laughs> but no, it's, it's it, it's it's been great. It's been great listening to you. It, it really, really has. So thank, thank you again you for coming on. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Now you've become a very familiar voice for me. As I say, I've listened to them all, so it's um it's it's lovely to be a part of it. Oh, and uh, and well done. It's just brilliant. And you know, I'm just so thrilled for yourself too. It's just Thank absolutely you. amazing. You must be buzzing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. So thank you once once again for coming on. And for anyone that's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Thanks. Bye bye.